three, two, one. And apparently, Jab, we're live. About Oops. damn time. About time. We are live. All right. Welcome to yeah. How to Type um, episode 17-ish, except we're going to like rename it based on the people that we actually type. A uh, couple of things. want to make one really quick announcement before we get into the things, Jeb. Tomorrow mm -hmm. marks our one-year anniversary here at CSJ. Tomorrow is our one-year anniversary. And I prepared a very special lecture to be released tomorrow for that. It's a one-and-a-half-hour-long lecture. Uh, it's called What is the Source of Cognition? It is Season 17, Episode 1. It'll probably be the most controversial episode I've ever released. Uh, probably even more controversial than the queen archetype, quite frankly. Uh, and uh, why is it uh, why is it so uh, controversial? Because of how divisional it will be. It will basically divide the audience, right? Uh, because that's what it'll have to do. Because you know, folks, I did not come here to unite. I came here to bring a sword. So. <laughs> All right. Indeed. Enjoy enjoy tomorrow's lecture. Really, really, like, seriously, enjoy it. Because it will be excellent, trust me. But uh, those of you on Patreon get to uh, enjoy said lecture now because it's early access. Uh, and uh, the rest of you folks will uh, be able to see it uh, tomorrow. What is the source of cognition? Um, we have to talk about the source before we talk about how children receive their cognition, right? And how they grow into uh, their type and... Uh, their cognitive functions. Hi kids. Hi kids. So based on that, uh, you got you got Most any cognitive functions? Cognitive I got a whole freezer full of cognitive functions down in the basement. <laughs> At least it's not popsicles. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also, uh, uh, we are joined by uh, Slim Jim, uh, also known as uh, Jimmy, the uh, bonsai tree. Uh, he's uh, visiting us uh, for this this episode tonight. <laughs> Oh, we love Jimmy. He's looking a little sad right now, but uh, that's because I was irresponsible and he did not get to be able to bathe in the sun today. I'll make sure he gets to bathe in the sun tomorrow. And then I think he's right. going to need me to water him pretty soon because he's just now starting to dry up a little bit. So, And you know how I have to water bonsai trees, right? Uh, if anyone has any actual tips, uh, instead of like linking me an article on how to properly take care of a bonsai tree, I am all ears. Uh, because I would prefer not to uh, let Jimmy die. I want Jimmy to be a regular member of the show. So, uh, be that as it may, um, Jab, you have any announcements before I go into the format? Uh, uh, none that I can think of, other than that INTJ article should be coming out real soon. Yeah, about that. I wonder. I, I wonder why certain individuals think it's okay to uh, not have that posted yet. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll 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 be uh, knocking down that door pretty soon and hoping that thing gets posted. Yeah. Yeah. I know for a fact it's done. I'm just waiting on it. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, let's give the audience a little bit of a teaser of it. It's was it ten things an INTJ absolutely hates or nine, nine things, things or. Nine things. Right. Nine things an INTJ absolutely hates. It's going to be an excellent, right. excellent post. So. It is an excellent post. Yes, it is. I've read excellent. it. Yes, 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 uh, yes. <laughs> but fair enough. Um, actually, uh, spoiler alert, um, uh, Jab, uh, who is the man, I have to give him full credit on this particular uh, blog post because he was the one who penned it. 
so thank you, Jab, for your contribution. I think we're going to very much enjoy your blog post when it is posted. So uh, yeah, yeah, it's going to be absolutely fantastic. It's one of the better ones. Yep. <laughs> and by one of the better ones, I mean like uh, top two. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I know, right? Um, but yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, we're going to dive into the format, but remember we had Ethan Klein paid for on a super chat last week and they got outbid. So we're actually going to start with Ethan Klein tonight. I know the audience also wanted us to look at Leo again. So that's also on the agenda for this evening. But let's talk about the format first. So here's how it works. You guys can enter in super chats to help us decide who we're going to be typing. And then the audience decides who we're typing, right, through super chats. However, if you get outbid on a super chat, that basically means that that person who got higher on a super chat gets priority. And then, well, I mean, that's how it goes, right? So, and then we choose that person's choice and we do that one. And then we move on to the next one if no new super chats come in, basically. So that's how our format is for how to type. The reason is, is because each of these episodes now, we're doing multiple people, right? We're not just doing one person like we used to. We've basically covered all of the 16 types with our original, um, with our original uh, ways of uh, doing these. And now we're just doing multiple people. That way you can compare, contrast, have all of that information all in one place. You're good to go. You also get to watch Chase flip around the Elder Wand like a maniac. Tons of advantage, and Jimmy, he just gets to sit here and look good. So, you know, like tons of advantages uh, to this episode, of course. Um, you know who also gets to sit here and look good? Oh, yeah. Who, who is that, Jeb? Tell us. Tell us. Me. Oh, yeah. Me. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yes, you do get to sit there and look good. Um, Unfortunately, shall, shall I, shall I to reveal say. to the audience the, the color of your hair, Jeb? Mm. No, only to the patrons. Okay, only the patients. Oh, okay, that's <laughs> I'm coin operated, you know. Yeah, coin operated, coin operated jab. That's like, right. Yeah, I feel so, like if I expose my hair color like we, to people who weren't paying money, my coin a, slot would feel violated. Do you want a Do you want a, a coin operated T-shirt, Jab? Do you want a coin operated T-shirt? You know. Yeah. Yeah. We should. We definitely got to make a we, I'm we coin did. operated T-shirt. We, yeah, an I'm coin operated T-shirt. You know, what about a giant robot Lives Matter T-shirt? You want that too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like whoever wore that would get beat up for like mocking Black Lives Matter. Oh my gosh, that's uh, yeah, not exactly the the wisest decision. So anyway, yeah. fair enough, Mr. Jab. We got uh, uh, we got ourselves a uh, red marker to start us off tonight. So, um, awesome. Uh, great. So great. let's fire it up with Ethan Klein. Uh, and, uh, let's, uh, let's own this. So, all right. So I got a couple of videos here, which I quickly looked up when you weren't looking. So let's check these out. All right. Oops. I forgot to turn on the cable and boom, let's go. So this evening I'm browsing Twitter. And I see somebody complaining to Team YouTube, a pretty typical complaint. Why aren't the videos in my subscription feed chronological order anymore? This is the kind of thing you see all the time, people complaining that the sub feed is broken. But this time, Team YouTube actually answered, and here's what they said. Just to clarify, we are currently experimenting with how to show content in the sub feeds. We find that some viewers are able to more easily find the videos they want to watch when we order the sub feeds in a personalized order, versus always showing most recent videos first. They're finally doing it, you guys. They're finally taking the sub feed. 
It was the last thing we had, the last sacred piece of YouTube left that wasn't optimized. They've changed notifications. There's now three tiers of notifications. Now the notification bell has notify me sometimes. Whatever happened to ringing that bell, dude? Notifications sometimes? Isn't that what subscribing is? If somebody smashes that bell, you better damn well show them my video. Shameless plug, remember to smash that bell. But no, not anymore. A bell smash isn't enough. A subscription isn't enough anymore. Why is YouTube obsessed with making it harder and harder for subscribers to get your content? And now being subscribed on the sub feed, which was the one sacred place you could find the content you're subscribed to in chronological order is now being optimized. I'll tell you what optimized, optimized. means. It means YouTube finally now has full control over what content you see. It means that people who are subscribed to you, notified to you, can actually not have access to your content if YouTube decides that it's not what they want you to see. Now YouTube can make your channel completely invisible even to your own subscribers. Ah, it's a brave of, new world. I kind of think feel about like it. he's like cognitive transitioned almost, you know? Like it's, that's why I'm having a hard time making specific judgments because it's like this guy is, just sounds like he's in a subconscious instead of his ego, you know? You got any other right. clips like with him talking to another human being or something like that instead of just on a monologue? Because I'm concerned from like a monologue standpoint that... Uh, He's, because, uh, you know, like, like, uh, like, I'll admit, like, when I'm doing, like, lectures and whatnot, I mean, I could be in, like, INTJ shadow because it's, like, very prim, proper, professional, etc., right? So I'm technically cognitive transitioned, which is why people like, you know, uh, certain, uh, certain bong-hitting uh, YouTube uh, channelers uh, like to tell people that I'm an ENTJ because they hey, know that I'm an extrovert, but then all of a sudden they see me, like, transition to my NTJ shadow, right? So then they assume ENTJ. You see what I'm saying? Uh, based off of that, because I'm cognitive transition while actually, you know, on camera for the majority of the time, right? So based on that, uh, do we have some other clips that we could utilize? Yeah, yeah, he has a podcast, so we can just hit up one of his podcast videos and see him talking to someone. Bye. All right, you ready? All right. Five, four, three, two. Welcome, everybody, to the H3 podcast. The last extravaganza, bonanza. Whoa, switching it up. Fiesta. How's that? Yes, it is us, Ethan and Ela Klein, back. Uh, we are back, joined by, of course, producer Dan, uh, intern Ian, and sound lad Zach. What a terrific game we've got. And I thank all of you, you know, my terrific Cooper Troopers out there who are joining us on this beautiful Friday. We've got a lot to get Let's to. Let's skip into some conversation. River, right, Dan? Yeah. I want to say NTJ SFP Quadra to begin with already, but let's see. Someone's saying to turn up your microphone. Your microphone's too soft, they're saying. Micro my microphone? Oh, shoot. How do I do that? Like, hmm. Got a gain meter on it? I do have a gain meter, but I'm not sure if that actually... Gain, 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 gain. Nope, that's down. Nope. Let's do up. Hello. Hello. Not entirely sure. Let's keep going. Back. Yeah. All right, let's keep going. Let's be close to the mic. I'll like have my mouth like literally right on it, you know, mouth to mouth resuscitation, right? All right, keep going. 
Right. Although it might not have been him because rubies uh, oh, are Jesus. always uh, associated with glamours and illusions. <clears throat> in wait, no, that was yeah. But that was his armor. That was his armor that people right, knew right, to but, wear. But oh, get out of here, The rest Dan. of the series, rubies are associated <laughs> with illusions. So maybe he's like so an eye to me, talking about other people in that regard. Wow. But the the trailer did show that the hound is alive. Mm. He was brought back to life. We knew that mm. in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, the trailer Sorry, did Tenuine. show is an SE statement. Spoilers! It's a fucking show that's been out for years. <laughs> Spoiler, it's a fucking show that's been out for years. It's a pragmatic statement because in that regard, right. not affiliative at all. Right. No, but we and knew, it's in the trailer. We knew he was alive from <laughs> the last trailer. Season. Lots of SE excitement. Seems like an optimistic SE function. Kind of communicating what? in a control-based way. It's very outcome-focused, not very uh, process-focused. Yeah. I, re- I reckon he's a... I think there's a good chance he's an INTJ who has a good... Cross of disease if he's subconscious. We'll see. Maybe get some movement out of him first. Yeah. Weather, bud. Um, I just come on. It's it's been so long. If you're not gonna, the book is so much different than the. Mm. Yeah. But so the priest of of uh, fire, Rylor, she brings back the mom back to life. And the books. Yeah. Really. And the mom starts like a bandit. The Starks mom? Uh, Caitlin uh, yeah. Stark, right? Yes, correct. And she starts some crazy, like... Revenge uh, cult. Yeah. She's going around and murdering and she's everybody like, that exactly. wrongs her. Wow. And so that that never happened. So she's kind of, like, crazy when she comes back? Well, she's like a demon. She's yeah, she, a revenge kinda, she loses it yeah. a little bit, yeah. She's definitely not the old Caitlin. <laughs> Lady, they call her Lady... What do they call her, Dan? Lady, Lady Stoneheart. Stoneheart. Yeah. <clears throat> a little on the nose. And then also the hound was reanimated, right, Dan? Uh, the hound? No, you're thinking of the mount, right, Dan? That's a TEFI uh, statement. Well, he was brought back in the show, wasn't he? Yeah, the hound's back in the show. Yeah, he's not back in the books. Oh, okay. So it's like, yeah, at this point, they they really are just different. Bad things. SI, yeah, misremembering. You know, yeah, they're both good in different ways. <laughs> yeah, one more low SI. Can I say really initiating, not responding, honestly? Oh, I'm excited. That's less than a month away. Ooh. I'm so excited. Hey, everybody. I'm going to uh, sleep with a kid. I don't know. All <laughs> night. So S-E. Yeah. So S-E. And that is so initiating. What yep. did uh, initiating. little kids say in Michael Jackson's bed? Ow! Oh That's, that is abstract. That's abstract. <laughs> and that's pragmatic. So he's an NT type. Um, S-E-N-I for NT type, which means he's an NTJ for sure. So, right. so, so far it's looking like be... ENTJ, and he is definitely direct for sure. So so far right. it's looking ENTJ, but let's get let's get some more evidence first. Let's confirm. Let's verify. <laughs> Alright, let's skip a few minutes in. Joke. Did you? Anything else? Nobody has HBO. I think they watch it legally. I know it's hilarious. Okay, I just wanted to give the details mm-hmm. for anyone who's not caught up. You're done. Oh, I'm done. You're passing the. It's it's a two-parter. Yeah. And then there's a third part. Fall. There's another documentary that was that I watched on Netflix called Abducted in Plain Sight. Yes. And and 
you know, I had watched that recently, and it's about a man who befriended a family and gradually this relationship with this young girl he had fallen in love with. But he had groomed the family, he had groomed the child to the point over a long so, period of time so, that's direct. He was able to the girl and run off. Like there was no checks and balances. And the way that it happened was so similar. It was so and it was so similar to what I heard in this documentary. And again, this documentary, that's what TE statement. Yeah. And compelling. It's about as a right. whole child abuse and about the grooming process. So <clears throat> You know, I feel like I was in crazy world seeing you know, all this. I feel like, like it was a crazy world. It's initiating. It's abstract. No. So yeah, uh, at the end of the day, this guy Ethan Klein is an ENTJ, folks. So we're gonna put that into the bag. Ethan Klein. Right. Who's the other guy we have to check? Uh, this Leo guy. But there's a super chat. Let's honor that first. We'll save that Leo guy for the very end. He'll be the black marker. Right. Uh, Ethan Michio Klein. Kaku. Ian. Yes, Michio Kaku. Let's do it. Um, here you go. Q&A. Let me see. Leo, of you on this network in 1979. If you look at the recent government reports concerning the Three Mile Island, the government now concedes that one to ten people will eventually die of cancer in the Three Mile Island area. Do you remember that time uh, many, many years, almost 40 years ago? And what has, have you changed in your thinking since then? Well, yes, I remember that very vividly because you see. I'm Wait, when he was younger, that was a TE statement, wasn't it? Like referencing a report source? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll give that there. Yep. Good catch. Theoretical. And I work with the theories of Einstein and the quantum theory. And More so TE. Oh, I'm very theoretical. I, yeah, uh, it seems very TE. And I work with this. So that's kind of an SI statement as well. Hmm. Okay. Oh, the for a television camera is a new experience. But when the Three Mile Island accident happened, all the media was saying, we need a scientist. We need a scientist who can help to decipher this. All the media method. was saying. He seems very affiliative. Uh, I'm not sure about that. All the media was saying. Okay. Well, he's talking about, That's like, more, it's more of a do the right thing because the, the government finally admitted to this and that, you know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. And so I said to myself, well, this is what I do for a living. I said I'm a to physicist. myself, this is what I do for a living. That's S-I-N-E for sure. National, get on national radio because the situation demands it. Not because I wanted to do it, but because... Demands it. Isn't that an S-I statement? Yes, like, it is. I yeah, that's what I have an obligation. Yep, good call. Because people had to know the dangers, the positives, the negatives of energy, one of the big questions of the age. And that's sort of how I backed into uh, becoming a, a media person. You say in your book that there was a teacher when you were in the second grade so that I had an impact. Media on. person, that is a TE statement. Wow, I did not realize. Like, it's looking like he's. Um, NFP SDJ Quadra, I didn't even, that's like way out of left field for me. I was like thinking like an NTP, like off the bat for this guy, but nope. Wow, this is surprising. Let's keep going. Kind Walk of in the room. Almost. God so loved the earth that he put the earth just right from the sun, not too close because the oceans will boil, not too far because the oceans will freeze, but just right from the sun. 
No, nah, I was floored. I mean, I was in second grade. I was floored. Principal with a religious interpretation. I said to myself, my God, that's right. If we were too I close. To myself to was an ISI statement. Right. Too far, the oceans would freeze. We are in the so-called Goldilocks zone of the sun. Now, of course, we have seen 4,000 planets orbiting other stars, and almost all of them are too close or too far from the sun. So you have two points of view. Either God exists, and God so loves the earth that he puts the earth just right from the sun, or we have a crapshoot. What do you think? Well, now that we have found so many planets, 4,000 of them, we think that in the galaxy, our own backyard, there are billions upon billions of planets. On average, every single star you see at night has a planet going around it. Every single star on average. That it's indisputable that most of them are outside the Goldilocks zone. So you can still believe in God. Right. Very any like you can still believe in God, abstract any statement. I don't know if it I know I don't know if that abstraction though is is like what if it kind of well i mean the only what if he's talking about is when he's talking about god but then again i've also heard any inferiors make that supposition uh about god etc because of their aspiring with their expert intuition inferior so i'm not entirely sure about abstraction yet so it kind of seems kind of seems systematic based on what i'm hearing so far talk about the solar system talk about the science and whatnot and uh, still yeah, he would kind be... of seems affiliative to me. I, I'm really leaning towards STJ on this. I'm really leaning towards it. And he seems very movement to me, not really control. Uh, I'm thinking we might have an ISTJ on our hands. So, uh, but let's let's definitely yeah. keep going. Oh, he definitely does seem um, systematic in the sense that he's constantly referencing uh, systematic scientific processes, referencing the scientific process, blah, blah, blah. blah. Right, so right. Yeah, that clinches the deal. So I'm, I want to ask you about a bunch of uh, obvious uh, things that you write about and get you to define it for a generalist. What is a planet? Well, a planet is a, a mud ball that goes around a star. And I say mud ball because it doesn't release light of its own. It's That's dark around the sun gaining energy. And we think that planets are very interesting because they could have life, because that's how we got started. And even in our solar system, we think that the planets may, that's in concrete. fact, have some form of life, maybe microbial life. And so Let's we talk look about the at the system of the planets as systematic. Where the planets are, but we focus on the planets because that perhaps is the habitat for life in the universe. What's a star? Well, a star is a gigantic solar furnace. It's a ball of hydrogen gas that releases energy by it's converting hydrogen. Talking about the properties of the star. Right. And still doing it in movement oriented. He's following the same process every time. He seems to be responding because he's only responding to the specifics to what Joe's asking him and not anything else. So always staying within the context of Joe's question. The audio is going to desync when Chase talks over it for the record. Because that's just how our audio setup is, I guess. A star is, in some sense, a gigantic hydrogen bomb. It obeys the same equations of Einstein, E equals mc squared, where m is hydrogen, 
E is sunlight that comes out of the star. What is a comet? Well, a comet is a piece of ice. Yeah, it's it's like responding. a responding. He's just going right for like, what is a comet, right? And uh, right. and he's answering it in a movement way. And he's not informative at all. He's been direct like basically the entire time. He's choosing his role as like a, an academic or as an educator as a result. And we did nail him on affiliative in the very beginning, talking about the damage to human beings um, with Three Mile Island. Basically, wow. as a result of what we have, S-I-N-E-T-E-F-I, -E -E which puts him in the NFP STJ Quadra. Responding movement makes him a finisher type, which means he has to be automatically an ISTJ. So there you go, folks. Michio Kaku is an ISTJ. That's pretty awesome for an ISTJ uh, physicist uh, and... Uh, you know, overall academic, right? That's the power of academics, folks. And that's what you can do. That's what uh, ISTJs could end up doing. They're pretty cool like that. Um, I just finished uh, filming Season 10, Episode 5, comparing ISTJs and ISFJs. It'll be out on Thursday. Uh, and uh, I actually discuss a little bit of that in that lecture. So I hope you folks enjoy that. So what's next on the docket for us, uh, Mr. Jab? Looks like it's a Mark Fishback. A who? Mark Fishback. Is that Mark? Hello, everybody. My name is Mark. Mark Blair, and welcome to. I think that's Mark. Is it Michio or Michio? Someone correct me, Michio. please. Michio. Okay. Right. So that is Mark Applier. Okay. So apparently it's some YouTuber with 22 million subs. <clears throat> Let's look for one of these videos. <clears throat> yeah, I was not expecting this guy to be an ISTJ. That, that just blew me away. So I was thinking like an NTP, but apparently my own uh, confirmation bias there, right? So <laughs> not exactly uh, ideal on that one. All right, let's just try this for now while I keep looking. Hello, everybody. My name is Mark Blair. Oops. Hello, everybody. My name is Mark Blair, and I'm finally able to tell you about something that we have been working on for over a year. This is Cloak. Now, Cloak, Cloak is coin. our brand. This is someone's okay. name at the top of its lungs. Cloak to be accessible to plug for you. Sorry, mate. everybody. Fit well. Clothes that was comfortable. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. Is everything was smooth, tear, and. Right, this is just like a sales pitch video. What a sellout! Okay. Even more of a sellout than you with my coin slot. Oh wow, that's pretty rough. Well, we don't do an entire video and like trying to sell something. Well, I mean, you know, like I said, it was rough, like re really rough, jab, rough, rough on the coin slot. Up, oh. Jesus. Hey, please welcome.
Thanks for having me. Our producer couldn't find any other way to boost our ratings. So, you play video games for a living? Yeah, yeah, uh, video games is my life. I do it all day, it's my job, I love it. Now, what exactly is it that you do all day? Okay, this is too scripted. Yeah, it's just interviewing. Scripted. Yeah. Putting up. Way too scripted. Larry King, this one's gonna be. We play a little game of if you only knew. Okay. Right. Who is your childhood celebrity crush? I didn't have any. Best advice you ever got? Okay. Uh, opening toys. Yeah. What do you mean, opening toys? Take a box of the toy, you open it up, you pull it out. Wait a minute. <laughs> they get a box of toys. Yeah. They open it up and pull it out. Yeah. He's like an SC user. You open it up, you pull what? it out. His use of you in that regard is like SE. Instead of Biggest saying, I've opened it up. Quitting school for YouTube. Moment you knew you made it. When I was able to buy my first car. So direct. Right. Seems control. Definitely SENI. Lunch. Abraham Lincoln? Superpower you wish you had. Is this, guy, is this guy like literally an ESTP? Like, <laughs> I'm getting like this insane ESTP vibe off this guy. Like crazy. Seems super pragmatic. Seems concrete. He just said he'd want to control time if you could have any superpower, so <laughs> would it be fair to say he's a control time? <laughs> I know, right? Well, I mean, every ESTP wants to control time because the reason why is that they look up at the clock because they're so in the moment. They didn't realize how much time has gone past. That's why. Right. Definitely control type. Time. Yeah. Like go back in time, pause time, go, go forward, forward. Pause time. See? Exactly. And that's what he wants. Very S-E. So fails to make you laugh um my own Ooh. stupidity i need Who to or what? actually what? plug in the computer before the stream dies one second let me uh fix that awkward Awkward. Awkward. We've got our own uh, little. All right. Electricity. Bus. Yay. Production. Oh. All right. Okay. Boy, am I glad I saw that happen before it went down. All right, let's keep going. Go. Anyone that lives up to their potential. Someone you wish you could switch places with for a day. Nobody. I like my life. Nobody. I like my life. Uh, Super direct. We should all be paying more attention to uh, Super concrete. How to... Yeah, I was just about to say, he responded to an abstract question with a concrete answer. With a concrete so... answer, yeah. Yeah, and Larry King's just like, this is so boring. You're like, so boring. And it's just so T-I-F-E. He's just saying true, false, logical statements. This guy's... STP NFJ Quadra, very much so. Right. Local community. Next big game to sweep the market. I hope it's Doom Eternal. I'm really looking forward to that one. Doom Eternal is a new game? Oh, yeah. And what makes it exciting? I don't know. You're literally fighting demons. I don't know. You're fighting demons. Oh, no. Concrete. Pretty fun. Pragmatic. Greatest game you've ever played. 
That would be a game called Homeworld. Homeworld it's, it's about exploration, like building a colony in space. Played it way back in like when I was probably like twelve or fourteen or whatever. How many? How much gaming is going on? Oh, more than anybody knows. Gaming is a bigger industry than movies, TV. Gaming's huge. Place we find you on the day. Yeah, that's another NE So he's direct initiating control. That's confirmed. He's concrete pragmatic, which means a direct initiating control just on interaction styles and temperaments alone. He's an ESTP. Not even looking at cognitive functions. Oh, wait. Cognitive functions also match the fact that he's a freaking ESTP. So there you go. This Mark guy, he's an ESTP. Like, there's right. no reason to continue. So, yeah. ESTP. There you go. He's an ESTP. What do we got next, Jab? What's up next? Steve Prefontaine. Okay, some ancient runner. All of my life. Who said I'm a time lord? Okay, this looks like it's a movie about him. Yeah, not the movie. Wait a minute. Is this like, do you want us to type the movie guy? Or do you want us to type like the real him? I don't even know if we have footage of the real him or an interview of him. Right, it's from 1972. Okay, well, well let's try. I'm looking. All right, this looks like it's him. He was the benchmark. Okay, that's an hour-long video, and I can't find anything of him talking. Uh, interview. Uh, here we go. Golden Bull Premier Runners. But, uh, so was out about it. He was exciting. No. This record. And, uh, I think it's a good uh, indication of what I'm going to be doing this spring. I hope it's a good indication. This is my first meet of the new year. So that's not a bad way to start off the new year again. Okay, so I feel sounds, like that means. That guy sounds like an INFJ, whoever that is. Like, is that him? Like, yeah. <laughs> he sounds. He's, his voice just sounds so SE inferior, so like FE, like INFJ ish. Like, I, yeah, that's like my first inclination the second I hear that voice. I, I have INFJ radar, so. <laughs> mm, I'd rather not use that video though, because it seems like it has the music video in the background, so. Sorry, oh. it sounds like it has like music clip in the background. I don't want to get us flagged for that. So let me try and find something else. Okay. All right, Devin, that video you linked is unavailable. And so is that one. Hey, guys, uh, just so you know, like, there has to be existing interview footage. So just don't give us random people. There has to be, like, specific content from which we could type with. So just be careful when you're giving us super chats, please. And don't forget, right, like, if you get outbid by someone else, then you get outbid. So... There's only a certain amount of markers available to get through before we're done. I mean, he links me some videos, but two of, two of the videos he linked me didn't work. Okay. 
We have not done Tim Burton before. All right, let's see. Well, I'd like to break some more records, and I'm going to uh, Oakland in two weeks to run against uh, George Young, who holds the world's record in two mile, and uh, the Russian who beat me this summer in, in Leningrad. And I'm, I'm looking forward to racing those two. Long-term goal, still 72 Olympics. Long-term goal, still 72 Olympics, yes. All right. Long-term goals, that's N-I-S-E. He's an N-I-S-E user for sure. Awesome. So we got that. He seems oh, movement with how he's interacting. Wait. All right. You're, if you're a runner, you're never completely satisfied unless you get a world's record. And uh, I think it's a good uh, indication of what I'm going to be doing this spring. I hope it's a good indication. Very this is nice. my first meet I hope of the it's new a year. Good S that, that's, that's an TIFE statement. Well, he's also talking about what he wants. So. Yeah, talking about what he wants, SENI. So, yep, definitely NFJ, SP, STP Quadra, like we initially uh, thought. Um, he seems very interest-based, talking about people's records, the way that he's going about doing that. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so, yeah, definitely interest-based, what he wants. Record right. In mind, or was this a oh, tune-up right. for the trials? Well, um, to tell you the truth... Tell you the truth, TIFE. Two nights ago, three nights ago, and uh, I went and saw her Friday morning before I headed up towards Portland. And I told her I was going to dedicate this race to her, and I Direct. told her I was going to break for her. You did in style. Well, I hope so. It's it's not the fastest time in the world, but uh, it's, it's in there anyway. What about the uh, trials? Was this a good tune-up for you, do you think, to Very get the good. speed in there? Very good. Not the fastest in the world, self-deprecating FE behavior. Right. Twelve fifty four. All right, and I think this is the last interview thing we have of him, unless Mr. Devin links him all. So I mean, he's 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 a finisher type, who's interest based, which means he's either an ISTJ or an INFJ, TIFE, SENI, which means he's an INFJ. Oh look, Chase is right. <laughs> So, right. so, I mean, unless you can find something else, I'm going to have to go with INFJ on this one. All right. So, two packs next. We've also got a 999 Leo Gura. Okay. Yeah, well, oh, they really want to see Leo Gura again. Okay, that's fine. We'll confirm that right. one. So, Steve, Prefontaine. Who are we doing first? Two pack or Leo? Uh, Tupac Shakur first. Do Tupac. If they if they did, did the same, if they donated the same, then do Tupac first. And cool. Only a few markers left, folks. Just a couple markers left before we're done. As soon as I run out of markers with different colors, that's it. So. Mads Michelson, huh? That'd be nice. Okay. Have you taken the time to reflect on your previous lifestyle or specifically your gangster thug image? <laughs> um, I don't see it as me having this gangster thug image. Um, thug life would be more uh, 
accurate, but it's not an image. It's just a way of life. It's a mentality. Not an image. Yeah. That's a way of life. That is a TIFE statement. Um, and my reflection, I don't see it as being wrong. That's I correct. just see it as the stage that we That's all pragmatic. go um, This just sounds like an abstract response. Yep, that sounds like an abstract response to me, exactly. It's just like that. For, for little white kids and rich kids, they get to go to the military academy or ROTC, or they get to take all of this energy and put it into the armed forces. And for a young black male, young Puerto Rican or Hispanic person, we got to put this in the streets. That's where our energies go. That's the only place we have so to put TIFE, it. So TIFE, so direct. I don't feel like what I did was so evil. I just feel like what the way I was living and my mentality was a part of my progression to be a man. Uh, surviving several gunshot wounds. Is a that was also an NE statement. He was talking about the futures of other people. He was talking about the futures of white people, black people. Exactly. Or that was an SINE statement. Talk right. Wake up call and a miracle in itself, no doubt. What were your thoughts as you lie in the hospital recuperating from the gunshots? They shot me. Straight up. I just kept thinking. They, they really shot did. me. S.I. At one point, up until I got shot, that no black person would ever shoot me. I was their representative. I believe that, um, you know, I, I didn't have to fear my own community. You know, I was like, um, I represent them. I'm their ambassador to the world. They would never harm me. They would never rob me. They would never do me wrong. But as proven by this false rape charge, the gunshots, as proven by a lot of the comments you read in the news, and in the media, that's not true. You know, I'm just one it's man. So, it's not true. How would change? How can I make them sorry that they ever did this to me? You know what I mean? Revenge, SI revenge, SI justice. I'm better. How do you spend your time in prison? For the first eight months, I spent in solitude, 23 hours a day, locked down, reading, writing. I wrote a script called Live to Tell. Um, Which what's about? It's like a semi-autobiographical, semi-autobiography on my life. Mm -hmm. Half me, half fiction. It's real good. It's my first attempt at really writing a screenplay. I used to always add scenes things to like movement. poetic. I nice added my own words. Kind of scenes I, I, responding. Moving above the rim. Mm -hmm. um, and juice, I use a lot of my own words. This was the first time that I actually sat down and write a whole script with characters, real live, leaving characters breathing characters. And so live to tell I did that, worked out, do a little push ups, calisthenics, um, read. I read a lot of good books. I read a lot of Maya Angelou's books. Oh my God. The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Um uh, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that. I don't know, just the fact that he's reading such of those books just pushes me more in the direction of abstraction. So it sounds like an abstract thing to do. Only more concrete people aren't worried about those. Well, sorts you of can't. Books. You can't. Well, okay. Well, the thing is, though, he was in solitary confinement, right? There's there are very few options, and he's just answering truthfully. So we can't. Right. Uh, I don't really want to go in that direction because of just the fact of the circumstances of the situation, you know. So. Listen to music. You know, different types of music calm my soul. Dion Farris, she really got me through a lot of this time. Mm -hmm. Does the prison experience provide a source of new material or inspire your creative sources for new albums? 
everybody thought it would, you know? Everybody's like, oh man, he's in jail now. I know he's gonna come out, he's gonna have a bomb album, but it's the opposite. Prison kills your spirit, straight mm -hmm. up. It kills your spirit. There is no um, creativity, there is no, there's none of that. You know, I see a lot of it in other prisoners. Mm -hmm. They got artists in here, they got poets in here, you know, but as far as me, it just killed my spirit. I couldn't write. I only recently about started a spirit. writing. That's an abstraction. Like flashing back to my, my old life, so it didn't really take too much for me. Flashing um, back to my old life, S I N E. Be inspired by, but in terms of writing music and lyrics, I didn't have that. I couldn't do it. Now, I just, you know, finished a couple of tracks, so that's good, but um, it, it doesn't really inspire creativity. Is your music a reflection of your true thoughts? life experience, anger, or vision? The music that you recently, especially your Me Against the World album. Me Against the World was all out of my heart. You know, like, as close to telling the truth and selling records as I could pop. Me Against the World. And um, most of my music is like that. If you look back over past albums, I just try to speak about things that affect me and about things that affect our community. Mm -hmm. And I try to do it from a viewpoint of the watcher. Sometimes I'm the watcher. Sometimes the I'm watcher, the participant. The protector. Yeah. Allegories or fables that are, um, have a moral or have a, a, a theme, underlying theme in it to do it. You know, like my inspiration for writing music is like uh, Don McLean when he did American Pie, he did mm -hmm. Vincent, um, like Shakespeare when he does his things, um, like deep stories, you know, like mm -hmm. raw human needs. Lorraine Hansberry, we're raising in the sun. Mm -hmm. I want to do that to my music. Seems That's initiating, like you know. She just keeps adding yeah. and adding and adding and adding and adding. That's outside That's the cool. context of the question. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or, yeah, seems initiating. He's a really hard one. That's good. I'm glad we got this one. Let's keep going that you fear reflect the harsh realities of a young black man living in America, but at the same time, uh, in one sense, it offers them hope and respect. No question. Can we talk about that? Yeah. I mean, I don't understand how Dolores Tucker and Bob Dole and all these other dudes, how they can say, like, That's we got gangster music. We classify our music as gangster music. And if you really, I know they haven't listened to my tape. I know somebody geased them up to go attack Tupac. And now what it does is they, they attacked a few famous rappers and now them themselves are famous. Mm -hmm. Bob Dole want to get elected, which he won't be. Dolores Tucker just want to get a name, which she won't find because it'll fade. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't see how she can say she's helping the black community and strike back at us. Um, we That's are the black community. Talking about the black, the black community in that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But as far as the lyrics, you can look at lyrics in my album, any album, and I'll pick out lyrics and I'll shut them up on all I'll that. I'll pick points. out lyrics. That's an SI statement. He's also initiating again. Well, we had a lot of says movement. like. Hmm. So getting, look, like, it looks like he's a starter type, though. Like, this is getting interesting. Yeah, like getting like ENTP. Wow. Like, like, really interesting. ENP. Wow. Wow, this is getting really good. Wow, this is this is a very fun one. It's always hard for me to type my own type. You know what I'm saying? So right to my prophecy, stress in the city, the cops on top to of my, me. The project to my prophecy, extrovert intuition, initiating movement. That's informative AF starter type. 
And then he's obviously, basically, from what we have cognitive function-wise, folks, definitely NTP SFJ Quadra. And to be in a starter type there, ergo, Tupac Shakur is an ENTP. There you go. Awesome. Right. And unexpected. Extremely unexpected. So, <laughs> wow. Kanye right. West 3.0. Really? <laughs> okay. Grimes the Magician. Is that who's next on our list? Yeah, apparently that's who Elon Musk is dating now, according to this video. We're going to save Leo Gura for last, okay? So we got two more markers, folks. Two more markers to go. So who's next? It's uh, Grimes the Magician. Someone donated $15 for that. Okay. I hope this is the correct Grimes. <laughs> well, I like a company and brand, which is Grimes, which is my life, I guess. I guess maybe Lady Gaga did it first, actually. So never mind. But but no, but like it was DIY, you know, it was totally DIY. And like it started out with me like finding tapes in the garbage and finding a tape copier in the garbage and copying the tapes by hand, you know. So I mean, I think the key difference, like. There's a degree of, you know, putting stuff on for Grimes. I mean, there's also the fact that Grimes is like a public thing, you know, so any situation in which I'm engaging with like a huge audience, it's like, I can't be me completely because it's just really nerve wracking. And I think that's a lot of the, it, it's, it's taken me a long time. She just seemed more informative. Yeah, definitely informative. She's a starter type for sure. Stuff because it's not something I was used to, you know, like this whole thing. Yeah, I'm just gonna off the bat say that she's ENFP. Yeah, I'm kind of going in that direction too. Like off the bat, yeah, definitely abstract. This uh, is gonna be all good. Musk is dating her. <laughs> keep going. Uh, thing happened. In she could be an ENTP though. So I had to learn real quick. And, um, definitely S-I-N-E, constantly talking about herself. And that's like, I had to do this, I had to do that, I had to do this, I had to do that. S-I-N-E. I think that's kind of the, the main difference is that Grimes is something, just because there's so many eyes on it, it's inherently different from just how I am. And on, on the other hand, I guess like Grimes is kind of like the uncensored version from like an artistic standpoint because you know, what I'm doing with music or something like that. A lot of times it's stuff that I like don't, don't even talk to people about or, you know, like I can't sing in front of my friends. Like I, I couldn't. Definitely. I probably couldn't. Like, I... Yeah. Constantly talking about doing the right thing by her friends, for example. That's affiliative. Well, not only that, she talks about how she doesn't want to sing in front of her friends because I'm getting, she doesn't explicitly say this, but she's kind of being informative in the sense that she's telling us she'd be uncomfortable to sing in front of her friends. Yeah. Which sounds like like an SI inferior or an SI child statement to make. Yep. Yep. And the shitting movement. Sorry, type affiliative extract SINE. So just based on that alone, we could basically say she's an ENFP. Let's get a little bit more though. All right. I can sing in front of 5,000 people, but I could not sing in front of five people, you know? And I think, that's sort of the weird the weird thing about this is that on one hand it's way more real but it's only real almost because it's so surreal to access such a huge number of people rather than a small small number of people you know on a personal so surreal. 
that's a TIEFI statement oh, with uh, really the amount of people. Like that's a talent contest. Mm -hmm. Let's skip a few a bit later in the video. See if she says some other stuff. A lot of you know, everyone thinks I'm like a druggie. Everyone thinks I'm I I don't know. I'm really everyone just sort of weird. Everyone thinks this. Everyone thinks that. It's a TE statement. Right, and it's typical of the low TE that exists in ENFPs as well. All right, like so this Grimes person definitely is an ENFP. Yeah, um, who's next? Somebody donated 6.66 pounds a year? Pounds. Yeah, this is our last says, marker before Leo Gura. Leo Gura is last, so one marker to go. So that's it for Super Chats, folks. We got Leo Gura, like we promised that we would do, and then this final marker. So whoever has the highest super chat gets the final smart, the final marker. So. All right. Please type Jimmy the bonsai tree. Jimmy the bonsai tree has a special type. So. I bet you guys could uh, figure out uh, Jimmy's uh, Jimmy's type. Is it a plant? Huh? Is it a plant type? It, it is a plant. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, busted. Give me, give me the plants type on CS Joseph's stream here first. Plant. All right, it looks like we're going with Stikes and Hammer. It's the highest. Okay. Um, ba -ba 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 -bum. So these look like a bunch of script chats. Let's look up if there's an interview by him. So here's him with Sargon. Hey everyone, I'm having a conversation with Sticks Hexenhammer six six six. I'll leave a link to his channel in the description. He's reading other ones. How is he? Put six 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 in his name. He's the bush here. I think a lot of people, uh, they're more and more limited government as opposed to like neocons or something. Yeah, I, I mean, there's there's been a definite observable trend among uh, sort of the more traditional conservatives just towards just the, the, the reduction of the size of the American government. And it's completely understandable as well. I, I, I always find myself having to explain to people, look, American conservatives have legitimate concerns about their own government. It's enormous. It's, it, it, it's incredibly well-funded. And it's honestly, I, would, I don't think it's unreal, unrealistic to say that it's out of control. I don't think the people that have very much control over their government in the U.S., whereas, you know, if you go to a state like, say, Switzerland, there isn't really much of a, an, a libertarian movement going because it's quite a libertarian country. So it, it's horses for courses, and I think a lot of people forget that there are legitimate arguments made against the, the, just the size of the American government. And I, these, these tend to sort of blend into the more ANCAP side of the philosophy where suddenly all government is illegitimate, and then I have to have an argument with an ANCAP about that. <laughs> um, right. So. Yeah. So, yeah. Part of part of it, I think, is just abuse related because people have been like it, before where it was just, well, government is a little corrupt and inept mm -hmm. and stuff. It's like, well, no shit. Everybody knows that. It's like uh, it, now the... it's. OK, the guy who's talking now is Sticks and Hammer. OK. The guy who sounds British is uh, Saga. OK. Fairly transparent. We've got a mass surveillance state. Sounds like a bunch of TI statements. Like what he said yeah, earlier is like definitely, was... definitely TIFE for sure. We do have a militarized police presence. We do have increasing censorship. Some of it, the government exports it to the tech firms like they're bureaucrats. We do have. I think that's an SE statement. Right. 
was that big tech uh, is being leaned on not just by the U.S. government, but by a bunch of European and, and governments around the world, too. So one, one country wants blasphemy laws enforced, another one wants multiculturalism enforced, another one wants almost nationalism enforced. And so you get all these weird competing messages, but each trying to censor everybody and the government sort of do that for them. They want this, yeah, they want that. It's an NE statement. Let's skip past what he said. List it with everything you have. Do <laughs> Britain post some stars are going to start falling from later on. Uh, you and I are going to get to see the stars falling from heaven, and Satan will pop out of the ground at some point. It's going to be quite a, quite a show. That's an abstract life. statement. Yeah, I'll, I'll get a lot of clicks from that. That's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> So um, who is who is saying it was racist though? That's initiating. Oh, I... who is saying it's racist though? It's initiating. Mm -hmm. uh, I saw it floating around on Twitter somewhere. I should have saved it really, because <laughs> but it, it's it's got to the point where just people are racist. They're demons, and and she's got this kind of <laughs> airy, happy-go-lucky airy that is revealed in Tell her own delivery. To like shut up, so we can listen to the other guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to skip through his uh, little mini speech. People are worried right now, I think, about hate being normalized. They don't realize hate has already been normalized as long as it's directed against the so-called majority groups of yeah. individuals. It's perfectly okay to be racist or sexist or something. You just have to make sure you it's aim it at the right group. If you aim it at some, as Antifa would call it, historically right. marginalized group. Then it's then it's a problem. Anyone else like, oh yeah, you you can say like racialist things to them. It's okay. You can rant about Yakub or something. <laughs> for, for, I, I need to be racist. It's like uh, they made a rational wiki article about me, which was really funny. I had to try to uh, reform the article myself because it was so inaccurate. Movement. I considered myself on the fringes of the right during the election. Well, he also seems truth focused and like TE focused in the sense that he goes to this article. Oh, I guess it could that's be like the only team. time. That's like a lower TE. He's been TIFE like the whole time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It seems like a TI, yeah, sorry, a TE critic where he sees like a false article yeah. and then he has to kind of Yeah, he's got to verify it with his TI and uh, initiating movement. He does seem very informative. So, starter type for sure. He's abstract. We got that. So an abstract starter type, which means he's automatically an ENTP or an ENFP just off of that. It's just which of the right. two. And TIFE would basically mean he's an ENTP. So yeah. that's it. If we have another ENTP on our hands. So Sticks and Hammer is an ENTP, folks. All right. We're going back to uh... Leo Gura. We're going to do the redo of Leo Gura for this audience. That's what they requested with the final marker. As promised, folks, Leo Gura. Hmm? Uh, what's that donation? There it is. So. Part two, sixteen thirty to nineteen minute mark.
Don't forget, folks, the world is flat. Right. As flat as Leo Gura's head. His bald head. Oh! And that's going to take a lot of work from you. And you need to take responsibility for that. Don't expect other you people need to, to do deliver. the right thing, affiliative. Uh, he's Initiating. Right yeah. Doing you a huge favor, compiling all this huge information. Favor, movement, affiliative. Doing you a favor. Doing you a favor, interest. Doing you a favor. Mm -hmm. Right. Because so, yeah. that's what you're getting out of it. You're getting a favor. So interest, interest based. Right. Because there's always an expectation that a favor is going to be returned. Hashtag covert contract. Yeah. <laughs> He's making a massive covert contract with his audience. Easy to, to digest and clear-cut fashion. By no means am I obligated to do that for you. Am I obligated? Oh. S-I-N-E. <laughs> Like trying, he's trying to sell his covert contract. Oh, I wasn't obligated to do it. Wasn't obligated, it. guys. Hashtag read the fine print, guys. <laughs> means am I uh, going to bend over backwards and waste a bunch of my time to try to convince you? Waste a bunch of in your my time, T-E-F-I. Weigh a bunch of my time. My my time S I N E S I F I my time time T E my time oh, interest based because that's an interest based statement because I'm aware of what's in it for me and what's in it for you and I can waste my time because I'm an N F. <laughs> wow. That there is a God. Ultimately, no one can force you to. See the truth unless you're willing to go no and find it yourself. Force you to see the truth That's unless you're going to find it yourself. T E. The truth is true. Right. Bloody hell, this guy. He's like such a cliche unipy. Let's keep going. And in that's questionable. Oh, it's unquestionable. It's unquestionable. Unquestionable. Irrefutable evidence, guys. T E. You know the latter thing. That's wrong. You're not yeah, allowed exactly. to think that's wrong, and I'm initiating a movement all at the same time. It's very easy for the human mind to ignore or to deny or to resist the truth simply by being closed-minded or cynical or skeptical. Abstract. Oh. Abstract AF, bro. There's also a TA. Oh, like, look at you. You're thinking wrong. Change you're, the way thinking you're thinking wrong. Change your thinking. T child. Guys. Let's Very keep going, easy. Jeb, because I want to hammer this one. Come on. See, people falsely assume that, well, if it's the truth, then it should just overwhelm me, and I should be uh, unable to deny it. Oh, no. Abstract. Uh, yeah. Your mind is very good at denying stuff. Expert at it your entire life. I find it. I think he's talking of... about himself, and he's like a hypocrite. It's hilarious. T-E-F-I. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's not quite ironic. It's just a coincidence. But I find it hilarious how he about you know how people refuse to accept certain things, and uh, here we are asked to their beliefs. <laughs> here we are to retype him based on the thought that he can't possibly be an ENFP. 
Yeah. Life denying truth. Denying the truth. And so um, nothing in the world can... It upsets me that you think that I'm wrong or think that things that I believe are wrong. How dare you? How dare you, TE, optimistic function? How dare you, interest-based? Because you should be aware of what you're getting out of it. You got to be aware of what you're getting out of it. And I'm doing the right thing, affiliative. And I'm so abstract. Er, let's do a different clip because the audience wants it. I want a different clip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag vary the sample size. Yes, I can read your chats from here, folks. Right? I don't know. Someone donated nine ninety nine for that. Wanted us to watch sixteen thirty to nineteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, watch another I mean, minute. We, we 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 okay. Fine. We'll watch another minute. Fine. We'll give it to him. Then we'll switch to another right. thing. We want to nail this but, home because apparently for some reason people think Leo Gura is not an ENFP for some reason. I have no idea why I jab, but apparently they do. I gotta look. You from denying truth. You can take the most powerful psychedelics that reveal the truth you to you. You can take. You can, N-E. Oh, you can take powerful psychedelics. Because he's an NF. Because NFs love them psychedelics. Hey, guys, have you ever heard of DMT? That's like probably like one of the first questions, uh, the top five questions that I've ever asked when I first encounter an idealist temperament. They're immediately talking about DMT. I swear that literally happens every time. Hey, man, you seen the Clockwork Elves, man. Oh. Preach a jab. I, too, enjoy psychedelics, bro. No, I don't. You can deny it. You'll you go through hell. Deny it. You'll go through hell if you don't agree or believe exactly the way I do. <laughs> you can read and watch all the best videos and books about you can you can do this you can do that you can enjoy and bask in the glow of my expert intuition you can do this you can <laughs> Oof. you can deny it you can deny it and that's exactly what but i'm people gonna say do. a million times because i'm initiating a lot a lot a lot self-deception you have to really appreciate the self-deception because I have T.I. trickster and I don't even know what I'm talking about half the time. You know who else is T.I. trickster out there? Joseph Smith. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Anyway, let's keep going. Yep. <laughs> power of self-deception. The power of self-deception is total. And in a sense, that is the power of God. The power, so we of talk God, about God. the power of perception. God is so powerful. What is it we that talk God about, guys? It's all about what you perceive. It's all about what you perceive. It's not actually what's true. It's about what you perceive because perceptions become reality. Right? <laughs> all right, Jab, next clip. <clears throat> all right, next clip. Uh... Hey, this is Leo for Ashlized.org. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about understanding awareness. This understanding is a very important... Understanding awareness. That's an extract they have. about self-actualizing. Shut me down. The first thing I want to tell you is that right now you have no idea how important awareness is. You have no idea, T.E. Child. Right. 
and movement. <laughs> this guy. No matter how important you think it is. Now okay, important it is, FI. That's important. You talk about importance, it's FI. I gotta say, this person is one of the most cringiest ENFPs I've ever had this pleasure of having to look at. Yeah, I mean, there's some really cool ENFPs out there, you know, like Owen Cook, that guy who runs RSD Motivation. That's a cool ENFP. Or Gary Vaynerchuk, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck. That's a cool ENFP. In fact, if you haven't read Gary Vaynerchuk's books, what are you doing? Go read Crush It and Crushing It and, like, seriously, like, change your life. Or Jab, 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 Right Hook. That's a great book. Seriously, folks, do it. Uh, I should uh, trademark the word jab and then, like, sue that guy. Yeah. Hey, guys, we're not accepting any more uh, super chats. FYI, we ran out of markers. So for those latecomers, you know, well, we'll have to get that up on the next episode. We'll start with that one on the next episode, all right? So start with Kurt. Next we're going to start with Kurt Cobain. Next episode, no more super chats tonight. Super chats are closed, folks. So next well, episode. Unless you want a free donation, then uh, sure. Yep. So. All right. So you want to continue with this guy, or you think you got it? I think it's pretty freaking obvious that Leo Gura is a depraved ENFP. Oh, I mean, an ENFP. Excuse me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, an ENFP. He's an ENFP. <laughs> yep. All right, folks. We'll see you guys in one week for the next How to Type session. Tuesday night, 9 Eastern, even though we started like two hours late this time. But that was on purpose because like, you know, hashtag day job. And uh, based on that, we're going to be starting uh, with Kurt Cobain next week. Thank you for your super chats. Thank you for the awesome. We will start with Kurt Cobain on Tuesday. And uh, we will uh, be held to it. Uh, don't forget, we have our Q&A session on Sunday. If you want to get your questions in, make sure you got that all handled. And uh, get on the uh, Discord server. Get your Discord questions in so we're ready for our Q&A on Sunday. And I think we're good to go on that, Mr. Jab. Uh, anything else before we go? No. Um, stay tuned to the INTJ article. It should hopefully go up tonight or tomorrow, depending on when I light a fire under someone's butt. Oh, nice. Hopefully it's a blue fire. Doing it right. Yeah, blue fire. Blue fire. All right, folks. See you all later. Thank you for having a lot of fun. We did uh, Ethan Klein. Michio Kaku, Grimes, Sticks and Hammer, Tupac Shakur, Steve Prefontaine, some dude named Mark, who is an ESTP, and Leo Gura, even though I spelled Guru instead of Gura, but whatever. And I uh, hope you folks enjoyed tonight's whatever. episode. And we'll like totally see you guys the next time. Don't forget, one year anniversary for this channel is tomorrow. And the most controversial episode I've ever released releases tomorrow, one and a half hours long, just for you folks. And I think it will be very excellent if you know what I mean. Yeah. Season 17, episode one releases tomorrow. See you guys there. Have a good night.